going to greet you before you sit down. I want to get right into the scripture, but um, let, let me uh, just get a couple of things out of the way. Um, I, I came in this morning, and uh, I, I saw Brother Izzy and, uh, and the Gav, and, you know, he's all gounded up and everything. It looked like um, we, we, we may hopefully finally have a, a parking lot person. <laughs> you know, I don't want to label it as that such, but, you know, it was ready, and it was directing, and it was like, you know, that's the way it should be when we have family and friends that are standing up to a challenge. You know what I mean? We have so much going on, and um, we just need people to be filled and be in the place. But here, what happened now? The problem is we cannot be in the place if we need to be, if we're not where we need to be. God cannot use you. God not going to have the man of God to use you if you're not present and being in the house of God. So, so, so that's, that's one thought this morning. Um, I, I, I want to, you know, Sister Cole, good to see you back in the house of God, as always, amen, amen, I, I, I respect that woman of God, and it's always good, you know, you, you, you give respect where respect is due, amen, the congregation, the old soul of faith, I greet everyone in the mighty name of Jesus, so before you sit, let's get right into the scripture, and I, I, I I'm, I'm going to say some things this morning that you, you will know when you're in the will of God. Put it that way. Amen. Um, you could turn with me to, if you have it, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 and verses 2. Uh, if you have your Bible, you can turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 and verses 2. Amen. And if you have it, you can say amen, or you can look on the board as soon as media get it up. Um, you can read with me. Amen. So that's 2 Corinthians 13, verses 1 and 2. Amen. Praise God. I want you to read with me this morning. This is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I told you before and foretell you as if I were present. The second time. And being absent now, I write them there to just absent. And to all others, that if I come again, I will not spare. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you one more time, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to have your way in this place this morning. Lord God, we ask you for direction, Lord God. Lord God, as I humble myself unto you this morning, Lord God. I pray you will use me as your oracle, Lord God, to, oh God, speak the words that will help us, Lord God, to be where you want us to be, Lord God. We actually to open our hearts and our minds, oh God. Touch every person in this place this morning, oh God. Oh God, whatever we're going through, Lord God, we will look to you, Lord God, from whence commit all our help, Lord God. We give you glory and we give you honor. Lord God, I humbly come before your presence this morning, and I thank you, Lord God, for all you have done and what you're still doing in this hour. We give you glory and honor. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And can we just give the Lord a round of applause this morning as we take our seat this morning? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen. My, my, my topic this morning, and I want to get right to my topic <laughs> Um, you know, Pastor uh, came came to me and um, last week, and I said, uh, "Get ready for for uh, the 9 a.m. service." And soon as he had spoke to me, and I came over to my section there, I opened my iPad. Not lying to you, but the words that dropped in my mouth was, 
examine yourself. If you listen to what a man of God was saying this morning, and oh, my topic tied in to where we're going to go in the word of God this morning. It's no coincidence that the verse of scripture that we read, it confirmed everything that I don't even say it yet. But what God has for us. And I, I give honor to pastor. I, I must say, you know, I, I, I respect this man of God, you know, holy. And, you know, as he always, you know, said, you will die for me. I would die for pastor. Why? You know, the, the, the day, the day I, I met, the first time I met pastor, um, and it's been over two decades, going almost three decades now, um, he never changes. He remained the same. I, I've never, the first time I met him, and, and the, I drove one year to be exact from Pennsylvania to New Jersey just to get to church. There were plenty of churches in Pennsylvania that I could have attended. Once or twice a month, there would be a group of us with three or four of us that would either drive to, New to Connecticut to go to service. I would go to the Bronx or go to Brooklyn to go to service. That's what we chose to do because we have a passion for a little bit more. So we, we, we couldn't be just content with where we were and what we were getting. And, and nothing wrong if you're exercising yourself to, to go an extra mile. Because in return, the Lord will bless you for your sacrifice. Because you're doing this not unto man, but unto God. That give you everything that you need. And I say, I'm looking back um, and said, you know, sometimes, you know, my, my wife and I will be talking. I said, I don't know. Oh, I did it. Oh, we did it, Sister Johnson. We did it. But I, I don't know. Oh, we did it. I want to I want to get off, uh, off 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 track here for just for a little bit. Years ago, before um, before the business was launched out, I remember, and I even pastor know the story. Some of you may know the story, but I, I remember when the business was just in establishing, was just going off off the ground. In fact, I went to Pastor Naylor at the time and said, Pastor Naylor, um, uh, th things are not looking good for the business. You know, I got to pay my bills. Just didn't have enough um, enough work to maintain. Pastor Naylor encouraged me just to stay the course. You know, I stayed the course, and I am not lying before your congregation this morning. I used to pray this prayer, the Jezebel the Je prayer, the Jabez prayer, thank you. And um, I literally have to force myself to stop praying that prayer. Because it's so powerful. And there, there are times, I mean, I would pray the prayer, and I have the book in my truck, and I would be driving, and I said, Lord, I thank you. Because, you know, what, what God has in store for us, if we just humble ourselves in God's presence. <laughs> you, you, you know, God, God has so much for us. But the only way we can receive what God has for us is make sure we are in the right place at the right time. The, 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 we hear the phrase all the time, we're not going to give us more than we can bear. And that's indeed the truth. I remember years I'll have services that I have to go to New York City. I have to come back be in New Jersey and go back into Philadelphia all in one day. 
And I did that of myself. I said, um, oh, did I do that, Brother Isaiah? I'm saying, oh, did I do that? If I tell you that I did this because of the strength and the might that I had, I did it. I'd be lying to you this morning. But I remember nights and days I'll be traveling on the highway. And I know Brother Jones can relate it to that. Um, I used to, to travel. I'd get on the road uh, 5 a.m. in the morning. The kids, Ethan and Josiah, they were still a baby in, in bed. So they don't see me in the morning. I'll be hitting the road early because I have to go over George Washington Bridge. And some of you that know the area know how congested things are with traffic in that area. And I'll hit the road. And I remember there nights, 10 a.m., 10 p.m., I'll still be in New York trying to get home for my family. And the kids will be calling and say, Dad, what time will you be home? And I, I'm saying that even right now, I just feel heartbroken because I, I wasn't there to be there for them, if you know what I mean. And, and there are times we, 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 we put ourselves in the place, yes, to do things to make our family happy. And nothing is wrong with that. Yes, God comes first in everything that we do. There's no if and doubt about that. Our family is vitally important to us. And that's the second thing that comes uh, second place. Regardless, the Bible says we should seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things will be added unto you. In the time and sensitive time that we're living in. Things are so fragile. We have to be careful. In fact, when I, when I was seen, when I first seen uh, that word fragile. I've been digging into the dictionary, and I've been uh, looking up to get the definition of that word. And when I finally get it, and I've seen, you know, when, when someone or something is fragile, you, you, you're going to take the best care of it. Because it is precious to you. you you're not going to treat it any and any way you want to treat it. Because it's fragile. We have disinformation we have misinformation we have untrue people just don't want to hear the truth anymore we were seeing the time and the era that we're living in that you know they rather hold on to a partial truth not the full truth but the bible says if you know the truth the truth will make you free People hold on to what they believe. I remember years ago, I have a, a, he's a pastor now, but back then he was a deacon back in my home church in Jamaica. And uh, he said, he used the phrase, people will always be people. I can't change you. I can't make you to be like me. I tell my son all the time, just be yourself. Don't try to be like me. Uh, in fact, you're not going to have the same energy that I have back then <laughs> to do most of the things that I did. So, so you, you, you want to be yourself. You are fragile in the kingdom of God. You are special in the kingdom of God. And the only way you can remain special in the kingdom of God is by you humble yourself under the mighty hands of God. The Bible said, he that humble himself shall be exalted. But he that exalt themselves 
There's no, there's no if, doubt, and anything about that. But we all have to come to God humbly this morning. Amen. The same verse of scripture that I read in 2 Corinthians 13, I want to read it into the Amplified Version this morning. It said, this is the third time I am visiting you. This was Paul talking. He said, every fact shall be sustained. Every fact. So if it's a fact, it's going to either confirm, it's going to sustain, and you're going to hear the truth of the whole matter. And confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Verse 2 said, I have already warned those who have sinned in the past and all the rest as well. The Bible let us to know we were sinners. We all born in sin and shepherd in iniquity. The Bible said, in sin did my mother conceive me. When I was born, I was a sinner. I was a, I was a wretched sinner. The things that I do, in fact, we were at the table last night at the repast, and Sister Patrice asked me, Brother Scarlett, well, you used to do stuff back in the days. <laughs> and I said, yes, sis, I used to do stuff in the days. I don't, I don't look at it. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, when, 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 you, when you've been, when we've been transformed, when, when your life has been changed. People will look at you and notice that you're not the same. Because the things that we used to do, we do them no more. The places we used to go, we go there no more. We are separated. We are called out. The Bible said such was some of us. We, but we are washed. We are sanctified through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians from Macedonia about A.D. 55 through A.D. 56. This was approximately one year after he wrote 1 Corinthians. A year before he wrote a letter to the Romans. This is the fourth letter that he had written to the Corinthian church in addition to 1 Corinthians. <laughs> amen. <laughs> it sounds like amen. <laughs> amen. The Bible let us to know in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, um, I wanted to read um, verses, uh, I think I gave Sister Patrice verses 3 and 4, but I want to read verses 1 through 4. It's a Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and test uh, Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are at, at Asheia. Close enough. <laughs> Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3 said, Blessed be the God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, the God of all comfort. It didn't say he was the God of some comfort, but he's the God of all comfort. In verse 4 it said, Who comforted us? In all our tribulation, that we may be able to confront them which are in any trouble. By the comfort wherein ourselves are comforted by God. He's our comforter. The Bible let us to know 
in John uh, chapter 1, uh, I'm going to, I think I gave you verse 10 and then tw uh, 11, and I think I may have that on my screen. But the Bible let us know, in fact, in John chapter 1, um, in fact, verse 1, it was said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It said the same was in the beginning with God. He said, all things were created by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. He said, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. In verses 10, it said, he was in the world. And the world was made by him, Christ Jesus. And the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even them that believe on his name. You know, normally when I'm preparing my, uh, my lesson, I'll either talk to my wife early in the week. That way if she has no nuggets, she'll drop with me. Or I'll share with her. And... Um, so yesterday while we were traveling from, um, from all the way in um, Montclair coming down in the evening, um, I, didn't, I didn't share it with her until probably when I was probably a few minutes away from home. Um, and, and, I, and, and I'm saying, you know, th there are times, you know, you, you just want to not share th certain things. Um, and there are other times you just want to share uh, other things. You know, but, um, and I'm saying, in, in fact, when, when, and as I said earlier, when, when Pastor asked me to, to get something to be prepared, and, you know, without no doubt, when that, uh, you know, thought came to myself about um, examine ourselves, we all go through phase where we need to be examined. We all go to the doctor to be examined. We all come to the church because we need examination, if you please. And in the house of God, there will be examined. You're going to be criticized. You're going to be prosecuted. You're going to be cursed. But when you make it through that examination, how do you pretend to continue to carry on? Remember the Bible said, it's he that endure to the end shall be saved. Not the one that runs the swiftest. He said, the race is not for the swift, not the battle for the strong. But they that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. The Apostle Paul was uh, one of the most influential leaders of the early Christian church. He played a critical role in spreading the gospel to the Gentiles and non-Jews. During the first century, uh, his missionary journey took him all throughout the Roman Empire. I wonder when the Bible said in Acts 1, uh, verses 8, but you shall receive power, and after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and into the uttermost far. Paul, he had a mission to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul started out uh, more than a dozen churches he started out. And he traditionally considered the author of 13 books of the Bible. Um, I think it's from, uh, I think it's from, 
Romans to Philemon, somewhere there about his writings are that Paul wrote uh, in the book. Um, Paul was very, he was very influential. He had a greatest impact in the world religion landscape that any other person beside Jesus and the prophet Muhammad had. I don't know why Muhammad would have, because he didn't have no power. But a lot of people uh, look to him because they think he's the creator and the Messiah. But we know there is only one creator and there is one Messiah, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. But before he was known as being a tireless champion of the Christianity, Paul was actually known to, for prosecuting the Christians. He tell, he tell, in fact, Paul was even present at the death of the first Christian martyr, where he approved the stoning of Stephen. And if you want to read more about that, you can go into Acts 8, verses 1. Paul warned Christians to examine themselves before he come. Why Paul warned Christians to examine themselves? Because you know that we, we as Christians will drift, will 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 hold on to certain things and 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 and, and don't want to, to 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 look to our our Creator, our Savior, um, the one that given us the power to be what we are today. So he warned the the, the, the Corinthians to examine themselves. This would be the third time I'm coming to you by the mouth of two or three witnesses. Every word shall be established. I have told you before and foretell you as if I was present the second time. And now being present, I write to those who have sinned before and to all the rest. That if I come again, I will not spare. Since you seek a proof of Christ speaking in me, who is not weak towards you, but mighty in you. For though he was crucified in weakness, yet he lived by the power of God. For we have are, are weak, weak in him, but we shall live in him by the power of God towards you. He went on to say that Paul, this is the third time I'm coming to you. And my first visit to Corinthian, Paul founded a church and stayed in it for a year and six months. His second visit was a brief, painful visit in between the writing of 1 Corinthian and 2 Corinthian. And now he's preparing to come the third time. But the Bible led us to know, and I'm drifting a little bit. That um, in, in, in John, in fact, in John chapter 3, very familiar scripture, hopefully to most of us, we know the story about Nicodemus. He said there was a man of the Pharisees in Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night, was wondering, you know, you, there, there's something about people that have wealth, if you're with me. When, when you have a little bit of wealth, you, you, you think you can, uh, you, you can buy your way out of things. And sometimes it works. Because I, I was listening to something I was driving the other day. And uh, they were saying, um, I forgot which uh, radio or which station I was listening to while I was traveling. And they were saying, um, 
whatever is going on through so-and-so, I, don't, I forgot which character they were talking about, their wealth not going to get them out of it. You know, but, but here Nicodemus was coming, um, you know, to Jesus, one, uh, you know, after being a ruler, wanted to find out, you know, he, he didn't came to him by day. He came to him by night. Because, you know, time, a lot of people, a little jester, um, for those of you that grew up in uh, roaches in your homes, uh, if you notice, when the light turned on, the roaches scattered. When, when, when the roaches, when the light turns off, the roaches are, you know, out having fun, if you please. <laughs> hey, so so Nicod Nicodemus, he came by night. Yeah, yeah, he said, Rabbi, I know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto you, unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The first time you were born, that was the first birth. You born from your mother's womb. You came into this world. You lived the life. The Bible let us know that uh, according to the end way of death. In verse uh, where, verse 5 said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, he must be born again. The Bible led us to know in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you. We all have to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sin. And we shall receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The, the verse 8 said, the wind listed. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot blow and you can tell where it's go and where it's coming from you're lying to me don't hear the sound there but cannot tell whence it's going and where it's coming but Nicodemus answered and said unto him how can these things be Jesus answered and said unto him though a master of the Israel and knowest these things Not these things. I hear the heckle. <laughs> Thank you. Verse 11, it said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that which we do know and testify that which we have seen, and we receive it, not our, our witness. Verses 12, I, I love this uh, book of the Bible here. He said, If you had told your earthly things and he believed not, if I come to you and I tell you earthly things that you believe not, how can you believe if I tell you of spiritual things, uh, heavenly things, so to speak? What are you going to believe? As Moses lifted up the serpent in verse 14 in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. 
He went on to say in verse 16, a very scripture that verse that we quoted, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How you examine yourself? Do you know what time are you living in? Do you know where you're going from here? Do you know, as pastor said early, you know, no, 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 none of us know when our numbers are going to call. We need to examine ourselves before the master. Father, if I sin against this congregation, forgive me. I don't want to walk with my shoulder hanging high if I sin against you. Because you're showing me that I have no respect or love for you. If I sin against you, ask you to forgive me. Because I, I want to humble myself under the mighty hands of God. I want whatever God has for me. The only way I can receive it is by going to God in a humble way to receive it. But if you go to God, you know, you all that. And, um, you know, I can do without, you know. I, I remember back in the days, you know, I'll say, Brother Emery, when a lot of times when I go to winter fire, he'll be preaching his body up. He said, listen, I've been in the woods. You know, there's nothing you can tell me about the wood. You know, he, he has his little slang and he has a little walk, you know, and he'll be preaching. And not, nothing is wrong with that because we have different ways in which we express ourselves. Uh, and, and nothing is wrong with that. But once you're expressing yourself, examine yourself, and knowing that you're connected to God, God will make sure whatever you're doing, it will be confirmed by the witness of two or three. Amen. So my encouraging words to every one of us this morning is examine yourself. See where you are with God. If you need another uh, double dose of his spirit, make yourself available where God can pour into you. If you need to come to the altar, don't look around and see who's in the congregation. You know, come to because you only know yourself. At judgment day, God not going to say, because you were among the crowd, uh, I'm going to separate you. You, at the end of the day, have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling before God. I'm going to invite you all, if you can stand with us this morning. Hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus. Hallelujah. Examine yourself. Oh, Jesus, we love you, Lord. We give you glory and honor this morning, Lord. Jesus, we come before you humble this morning, oh God. We thank you for being our keeper, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to examine ourselves. To know where we are with you, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to look to you from whence come at our help, oh God. You know, as you said, the race is not for the swift, nor the battle for the strong. Help us to endure, Lord God. Help us to see, Lord God, what you've gone to prepare for us, Lord God. You say you're going to prepare a place for us that where you are, we may be also, Lord God. We need to be ready that when the trumpet sound, Lord God, we will be worthy, Lord God. We'll not get caught up with the, the affairs and the things of this world, but we'll get caught up with you, Lord God. Because at the end of the day, Lord, it's about what we do for you, Lord God. Have your way among us this morning. We love you. We give you the glory. We give you all the honor this morning. As we praise your name today. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus.
Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. Oh, he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. Have your way this morning. Have your way this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 You know, I, I, I know there are times, you know, sometimes we're, we're in the house of God and um, we, we, we lose our focus. And um, what we should be more concerned about is souls. You know, pastor talk over oftentimes that if we don't have new converts in the house of God, we 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 gonna we gonna pick on each other. Uh, a kingdom that 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 stand by itself shall fall. We don't need to be divided. We need to be united. We we we're gonna make heaven only if we make up our mind to make heaven. I'm not gonna come this far to serve God and play games in the house of God. I'm not here for that. I'm here to, to make sure I can be an example to someone else. I, I want to make sure that our light can shine, that men will see the good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Because sometimes we get carried away with the affairs and the things uh, of this world. This is why the Bible says we should lay aside, lay aside every weight and every sin. Because when we hang on to sometimes weight, they weigh us down. We need to lay aside every weight and every sin and let us run this race together. Let us just run this race together, church. Let's just be ready. Let's just witness to someone. Invite someone to the house of God. Invite, even if they come. My, my, my buddy been... <laughs> um, Jim been... Uh, he he been texting me, he been calling me. And um I said I said to Jim, you know, I text him the address, I text him the information. He left numerous voice messages on my phone. And do your part. You can't change people's heart. You do your part by invite someone into the house of God. When you don't invite someone in the house of God, that's when you don't do your part. And at judgment day, you know what's going to happen? How many souls did you witness to? How many souls did you take the time out to, you know, encourage in the word of God? I even teach a Bible study. Uh, we all have to give account whether for our deeds, whether it's be good or bad. Church, we have an obligation. God bless you all. We love you. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Not just some. And in fact on that note. I would encourage everyone. That if you don't have our prayer. We have a prayer meeting. That, not prayer meeting. But a, a, a Zoom meeting that we have. Every morning. From 5am Monday through Friday. From 5am to 6am. And from 9pm to 10pm. If you don't have access to the information, either see myself or see Sister Patrice. Would like you to be a part of what God is doing this hour.
The only way you can be a part of what God is doing is by you joining up with what's happening in the hour. Amen. The Lord bless you. We love you. Don't forget to support our uh, building fund effort, our reach program. We have be fatties and sales support our uh, endeavor. God bless you. Enjoy your rest of the day. We'll see those that will see at 1030 service. God bless you all in Jesus' name.